I got my hair cut at the uh, sports clips near me, and she did fine fading, but I realized my hair was kind of like brushed to the side like it always is. But as she, she kind of like mm-hmm. faded into that, like cut that with the clippers. So when she cut it on top, I realized like the back like quarter of it was a little choppy. It wasn't like even with the rest of my hair. So it was like, it's like, so that's why I go out of my way to Plainfield to get my hair cut. <laughs> yeah, it's, it took me a while to find my guy, but I finally, finally got one. It was actually weird. I was talking to, uh, she runs a company that makes like cocktail mixes and among other things, but I was buying some cocktail mix from her and we were randomly talking and like my barber was actually like down the road, like from where her shop is set up in, in the, in the market. And we were all talking about, and I was talking with some friends and we were, we were at her booth and I was like, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I should pop over here on like Saturdays when, after I get a haircut. And she's like, she's like, oh, you go to so and so. I was like, yeah. Like she just knew my bar, bartender. She she was my bartender. She knew my uh, my barber, and uh, it was a whole thing. Like her like boyfriend's friend used to work there, or whatever. But anyway, like it's weird when you go places now and you talk to people, and they know other people that you know. It's like we live in a real real society again. I'm gonna just say this. That was a bad story. <laughs> I wasn't for the podcast. It was I just a random thing that happened. You cut all that out. I'm planning on it. I was just like, "Where's this going?" <laughs> Nowhere. She knew my she knew my barber. It's like you're trying to tell me what beer you're drinking. It's like taking me on a ride I didn't ask to be on. It's like getting an Uber to your friend's house down the street, and he starts pulling on the highway. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like we're gonna get there it's just like this isn't the path i would have expected or wanted to go down <laughs> this is wasted information wasted information this is wasted inf- i wasn't even close to the microphone <laughs> <laughs> this is wasted information i'm jimmy um, Brandon, what are you drinking, Brandon? Yo, did you know that? <laughs> I know you hate my stories before my beer. Did I know Brandon- that your cocktail mix lady works no, down to the you. street from your barber? Fuck off. Heard about it. Trulys are gluten free. <laughs> I'm not drinking Truly anymore. I'm drinking Nacho Bait Habanero Blonde Ale from Country Boy Brewing. This beer is sneaky. You think you know it well, but don't let the first taste fool you. Ale brewed with habaneros, nacho bait, will leave you feeling the burn and wanting more. Does it leave it's you good. feeling the burn and wanting more? It's got a little little spice to it, which is nice. Spice is nice, or else spice it wouldn't rhyme. Nice. I'm looking for an ABV. It doesn't have it on the can. I'm sure I could look it up, but it doesn't really matter. It's good. Country Boys, solid. Always good. Out of Georgetown, Kentucky. Ooh. I like them. Right up the road. The Broad? What are you drinking? What? You said right up the Broad. It's like the Broad. Started... <laughs> <laughs> it might be hitting me. Just giving you anxiety here. What are you drinking, what Jimmy? What are you drinking, Jimmy? <laughs> Funny I should ask that. I'm drinking dry hopped sour. By 
State of Brewing out of Wanakee, Wisconsin. W A U N A K A K E A K E I don't know how to pronounce it. I was going to just say Milwaukee, but I was like, that has some of the letters. <laughs> That's like every uh, every Wisconsin city. No one knows how to pronounce any it's of them. It's a properly. village in Wisconsin. Pronoun- okay, real quick. We're going to talk about anxiety here in a bit. Something that gives me anxiety is when people say pronunciation instead of pronunciation. That bugs the shit out of me. Wanaki. Is that anxiety or just annoyance? Well, I'll get into it when we talk about anxiety more. But Wanaki, Wisconsin, state of brewing, dry hopped sour. I don't know if it's a Aldi exclusive, but it's like an Aldi find. Hmm. Brother-in-law right. loves it. It's okay. It is 5.2% ABV, and it's not really sour sour. At least the one I had isn't. But he also said he's had, like, in the four packs, like, one was just bad, and then the next one was amazing. Weird. So he might have got, like, an end-of-the-barrel batch or whatever. Interesting. But I guess, I guess with the small places, that's what you get. I mean... It's not bad. It's kind of like a IPA sort of thing. Is it sour? Mine wasn't. No. Molly, catch ass. Speaking of Molly, last time my girlfriend was over, Molly just had like a puppy attack episode of like just random energy for no reason that she's never had before. She's running in circles. Did she get the zoomies? She got the, that's the word for it. She got the zoomies and she like grabbed one of the like little squeaky donuts and was just shaking it all over the place running in circles and she was just confused she's like what well, girlfriend was like what i've never seen her play before We're like what is this and i was like i don't know <laughs> well you don't bring that play energy maybe your maybe your girlfriend brings the play energy. i don't know she's well she gets super jealous when my girlfriend's over hmm. jack's the same way jack been married for four years and jack still gets jealous he, like he won't let us in the same room together without us <laughs> him him chaperoning like if, if he's across the house and like he hears one of us like leave the room and like he knows the other person's in a different room, you he'll like run across the house. You'll hear him just clip clopping all the way over. And he's just like peeking in, like, hey, what are you guys doing? You, guys doing? <laughs> you touch him? Don't get too close. Leave, leave room for dog Jesus. <laughs> dog Jesus. Well, dog backwards is God. Exactly. Um, there goes the transition music right there. And then. <laughs> So we're going to talk about anxiety today. Anxiety comes in many forms. I think that's Jack's issue. Yeah. I think he just has anxiety of being alone. Not even separation anxiety, just yeah. in that's exclusion anxiety. <laughs> FOMO. <laughs> Jack has a severe case of FOMO. <laughs> I think that's all separation anxiety really is, right? I don't know. Like they're not really worried. They're not worried that you're not there. Or like they're not afraid of being alone. It's afraid you're not coming they're back. Just, they're just afraid you're not coming back. You're you're having fun without them. She out there playing fetch with another dog. <laughs> oh, I always got that or felt bad when I worked at Schwann's and I'd come home after <laughs> seeing all the dogs. Like Molly has to know. She's sitting there on she smells all the other like, dogs on you. It's like, what have you been doing today? Seeing other dog petting other dogs? Yeah. Fucker. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 
A lot of fun about our dog's anxiety. Let's talk about our anxieties. Or anger. I can barely talk at all right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but let's get into it. Anxiety. We both have issues. When did when did your anxiety Oxford start? Dictionary defines anxiety as a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. So yeah, I've pretty knowing what it is now. I've had anxiety my entire life. I just didn't I was know. just gonna say the same thing. It's like based on that definition. We came from a generation where we were raised by the rub some dirt on it, pull yourself up by your bootstraps generation. So nobody really Which knew I- about. But then we're becoming the generation of realizing mental health is an important thing. We need to get that shit. But we found out as we got to adulthood. Yeah. Because I, I looking back, I can remember specific events that was like, yes, that was an anxiety. Oh, that was me having an anxiety attack. That wasn't me just acting out or whatever. <laughs> Such as, do you, do you, what are these specific examples? I was talking about is my mom's boyfriend wanted to do something nice and like fix my doorway that didn't close or my door didn't close right because it wasn't sh- the doorway was shaped badly. I don't know how. But he got like an angle grinder and like reshaped the door frame. So the door closed and like actually like because it was when you go to close it it was like the top corner kind of like caught on the edge of the door frame. Mm -hmm. So it never latched closed like the doorknob never closed all the way. Yeah. Yeah. So he fixed that. But I'm assuming having never really used an angle grinder before or just being an idiot like he was let all the sawdust just blow out of it. And so I come home from school and then work hearing, oh, we got a surprise for you in your room. And then I noticed like, oh, my door is closed all the way. And for a second, I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then I open my room and everything in my room is covered in sawdust. My bed, my my laptop is covered in sawdust. My all the clothes in my closet are covered in sawdust and a situation where Uh. I felt managed my emotions better now as an adult but being in a situation where everything is such disarray that you don't know where to start so you your brain just like short circuits so it's like i i don't like do i start like sweeping it do i do the bed first or do my debt do i get the clothes and then as i i started trying to pull clothes down and then i just shut down completely but looking back it's like oh that was an anxiety attack. Didn't know what that was back then. Yeah, that's uh, that's fair. I th- I don't think I had many when I was super young. Like I definitely remember being anxious at times. I honestly, when I was young, I, I I was like a messy kid, which is weird if you know me now. Yeah. Like it's very very tidy now. It's usually anyway. But uh, as a kid. I think I just had trouble like managing all the stuff. Like I didn't know where to start type of thing. So I, I get that. But I think my first actual like, again, like like you said when we opened, like we grew up in the, ah, you're okay, walk it off, don't talk about your emotions type of uh, generation raised us. You know, that's, that's yeah. what we were raised in. So we, we were like, didn't really vent a whole lot about that type of stuff. So, the one time, like when it finally all bubbled over, was when I was in college. So I was on my own. So <laughs> I didn't have anyone tell me not to 
talking about these things. So I was like, fuck it. But then it just all came out like my second, I think it was my sophomore year, my second year into college when everything kind of came together, like shit was going on with some friends and relationship stuff was happening. And like, I realized I didn't want to continue in the major that I thought I wanted to do since I was a kid. And like all of it happened at the same time. And it was like, right as we were presenting like a final project for a semester. And I was like, it was overwhelming and like I didn't finish the final and I was like, I'm done. I'm fucking Hitler just was unfunctional like <laughs> dysfunctional. Just not the not unfunctional. I feel like it's a better word. Non-functional. It's a real word. Non-functional. That's the word. Where like I literally had to have a friend like walk me home. Like I lose went outside. Like I probably smoked a couple cigarettes, went outside, just sat there and couldn't like I didn't know how to process and like what was next. I was like I physically don't know what to do next. Like, Let's add a caveat real quick. Don't smoke. Don't smoke cigarettes. <laughs> it was a that was part of me coping. It I was feel a like bad habit you had in college. Yeah, for like yeah, what two years? Yeah, it, so it was just completely broke down and didn't know what to do. Like, do I go in and try and fix my work? Do I do? And so luckily, I had a friend who like she dealt with it. Like, she came over and was like, "Hey." like what's going on like let's let's talk we can we can talk this out i i gave i was like first of all i didn't want to talk about it because that was who i was then yeah eventually got it all out and was like this is going on at home this is happening with friends this is happening here here blah blah blah. didn't did not doing good not 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 that i wasn't doing good at the school stuff but i i wanted to give up at the school stuff because i didn't like it anymore and i was like i don't know what to do it was just i was like i was like i i'm pretty sure i was probably in like full sweats and tears at this point too. <laughs> like it was a full on probably beyond anxiety. It like it, I think it might've been a full panic attack of like not knowing what to, I don't know. I'm not a mental health professional. I can't tell you what's what, but she, she managed it very well though. Like got me back to my house, which is luckily only a couple blocks away was legit. Like, all right, don't think about anything here here's the shower like essentially put me in the shower <laughs> it was like go just sit in the shower if you have to for a while and think about it let that process and she's like and just go lay in bed when you're done and don't she's like don't worry about anything don't think about anything she's like i'll be back after class and like i was like without this person i probably wouldn't have like i don't know what the fuck i would have done yeah. like breaking down there i'd probably be sitting on the side of the street in chicago so like <laughs> <laughs> That might have just been my new life. I probably could have someone throw me a piece of cardboard. I could have read a sign. It would have been it would have been a whole thing. Uh, <laughs> luckily, I had someone to help me through. Like the first time, I think completely broke down. But now, well, I say before we develop, yeah. I would say were was that your first time like really realizing you had anxiety too, or was have you? I think it had developed over the first couple of years of college, being like like coming to terms with like. Is this what I want to do? Like, you, you have to make a lot more decisions when you're on your own. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, am I doing the right shit? But I'm right asking, now, like, I... when's the, what was the point where you realized, like, I have anxiety? That was probably it. That was probably, like, putting a name to it was probably before that actual, like, full breakdown. But within the first couple of years of college. What about you? Like, what's the... Well, I... Like I said, I've had it my whole life and like 
having those moments of looking back on situations or just mannerisms I have today of like, oh, that's not just a thing. Like that wasn't just me being weird. That's anxiety. I didn't know I had anxiety till I was in college. Uh, Actually on Vine, there is a Viner singer, whatever, uh, Anna Clendenning. And she was like very open about like her Hmm. mental health stuff. And she was talking about anxiety, explaining it or what she goes through. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, holy shit. That's what she's explaining is how I pretty much Mm -hmm. live every day. I was like, I didn't know I had an actual issue. I thought there was just something is just something I went through. That was just something was wrong with me. I didn't realize there was actual, that's what anxiety was. I've never gotten professional help. But it, if once you put a name to it, yeah. once you give it a title, like it's an easier way to cope with it, combat it, and all that. Yeah, she was talking about the situation of like everything's going on in your brain, but it's, your body's not letting you react to it. Mm-hmm. Like something I've done my entire life, mm-hmm. waking up on time to do shit, but instead of getting up, I just lay in bed. Right. In my head, I'm like, you need to get up. We need to start getting ready. You need to like, go work out, make breakfast. Like you can actually like make your lunch for the day and stuff. Go get showered, do all this. There's plenty of time to do it. But then laying there to like the last minute. Cause like my brain can't get my body to like get up and start doing it. Yeah. And I just thought that was something, something I did. Yeah. I never really addressed it, but knowing now that, Oh, that's a form of anxiety. Fucking being real little. I like a lot of people have it. I couldn't talk on the phone. I couldn't like if someone was like, Oh, do you want to get pizza? Yep. Like, yeah. Okay. Call in the orders. Like I can't that, that thing. So that's a really oddly common thing with like a lot of people in our generation, like fear of talking. We all have them, anxiety. It, that's right. That's yeah. So I, I was actually going to bring this up. It's like the, the fear of talking on the phone thing is, is real. And I, I've gotten better at that now because I, I work remotely and I've, I've worked and we've talked about this before about me having to call people and getting better and better at, but I do this thing where I realize I I realize in like high school into college and I I try and combat it more and more now, but it makes me just seem like an asshole where like if we're talking with someone, with a group of people, you always, you bring it. Like I was into bringing it back to myself. Like, Oh yeah, I did that one day. We're like, Oh, I know. Like you end up talking about yourself more and more. But I think it's just because I don't want to seem like I don't have anything to contribute yeah. to the conversation or like I don't want them to just be like, oh, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about and just feel like I'm not supposed to be there type of thing. And it's, it's a weird, I don't know if it's anxiety, but it's just a weird like getting in my head. I, I guess it's just getting in my head about like, I'm not supposed to be here. Why are these people hanging out with me? <laughs> It's almost like an imposter syndrome type of thing. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's directly anxiety, but it's anxiety yeah. induced with the feeling of, oh, shit, like I can't relate. I, I need to relate to this somehow. And then you do that. And right. then now you're thinking, oh, I don't want to be talking about myself the whole time or make it seem like I'm dismissing whatever they yeah. said to talk about me. So that's all anxiety. But another one like with mine, with like the talking on the phone thing, going into places like to this day, I still have an issue of like going into like a restaurant where you order at the counter, mm-hmm. like walking up to the, it's like if I've never been to the rest, it, most restaurants are the same, but like specifically the first time my sister took me to like a poke place 
And I was like, mm. I have an idea of what poke is, but I was like, stuff in a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> I don't know, a sushi bowl. Yeah. But yeah. like going there, it's like, I don't know what the rules are. I don't know mm-hmm. what you're supposed to. I don't know. First time I went to Chipotle, the same thing of like going in. It's like, I don't know yeah. the procedure. Yeah. I don't want to hold up. a. I get in my head. I want to hold up the line, not knowing what I'm doing, looking like an yeah. idiot. So I start getting like panicky about that comes down to not want thinking I'm inconveniencing a bunch of people when most of the time people working there are happy to help. Like, yeah, it's just in my own head of like, I can't go in there or I'm not going to go through a drive through at a place I'd never been to. It's like not knowing what the menu is. Hmm. I'm not going to be the one just looking at a menu. Like, what's that? That's not the place for it. That's something I've got more comfortable with like and that that's like very recently in the last like five years of not like i don't fear not knowing something anymore i had a really i had a really good uh it was i mean he was a good boss but like i, I worked with someone who he was my, a boss of mine um but he was really good at just the general life things of like and just giving general advice and anytime we'd be traveling together or something he didn't know something, he had no problem just walking up to some random person who worked and be like, Hey, where's this at? Or how do I get this? Or can I get to this? Or like, how do I get like, can you get me one of those? There's like, it didn't matter if that person had any, it could have been the, the janitor. And he'd been like, Hey, how do I upgrade my room? Like, <laughs> like just the random. And he's like, are you willing to help me go do that? Like whatever it was, like he had no fear of asking for help and watching that more and more. I was like, okay, this guy's a successful like business owner. And has no fear of just walking up to people and like, I don't know what the hell's going on. How do I do this? Like we'd be in a random city for a conference that neither of us had ever been to. No idea what's going on. And he'd be like, Hey, I've never been here. How do I get what I, what I need? And I was like, okay, that's, that's manageable. I can do that. I have, so mine's not necessarily not knowing isn't really an, an anxiety trigger for me anymore. It's more the inadequacy. <laughs> like, like I'm not enough. <laughs> One sec. Yeah, I like bumped the wire and then I got notifications that your mic's not working. I was like, I don't want to cut him off because he's on a good roll here. So I'll no. just wait. But yeah, that kind of like fear of not knowing stuff. And like you said, getting like I haven't, I just recently with my own like personality and stuff found a way to combat it. Because mm-hmm. like the it's sort of like the feeling awkward, feeling like everyone's looking at you sort of thing that I don't like. But yeah, kind of drawing from my sense of humor and stuff and like the laugh at yourself before they can laugh mm-hmm. at you sort of thing. I'll go in and state the awkward thing before yep. it yep. becomes awkward before I try. If you try to hide it, it gets worse and you start feeling yeah. worse. A lot better for my anxiety. We went to is the second time we went to a poke place. The first time <laughs> I didn't know shit and I felt like shit trying to order and just picked whatever they picked. And just, I was so caught up in that. Like, you kind of ruined my experience. Second time yeah. we went, I was just like, fuck it. Get to the room. I was like, how can I? I was like, I've never been here before. I don't understand. I don't know how it works. <laughs> Apologies in advance if I'm awkward. But just for me, at least. Yeah. Just saying that out loud takes all the tension out of the situation. Yeah. I've very much become an advocate of like, like my wife and I go out or something. Or at a, a new restaurant or a new bar or something, we don't know how something works. 
I'd be like, oh, go do that. Or like, go ask him. And she's like, yeah, I don't. I'm like, fuck, I'll do it. I'll just go stand up and ask him. Like, I don't, I don't care anymore about that stuff. Like, my anxiety is more triggered, like an overwhelm, like when I have too much to do. Yeah. Like, I just get overwhelmed. Like, I feel like a lot of it's like work triggered stuff now. But Say one more thing before we move on with like a restaurant. Another like common thing that I've had myself, like I've read about, I've seen people post about it. It's only like, a direct to you situation of like if you're at a restaurant especially if you're at a restaurant and they mess up your food mm-hmm. the feeling of like not wanting to say anything but like if you're sitting there it's different sure. depending on the people yeah. but like if you're sitting there it's like oh i asked for ketchup and they didn't bring the ketchup for it it's like oh it's fine i'll do it. but if it's you it's like oh i'll go without it it's fine i don't want to ask but if you're sitting there with someone and they're like, that's, oh, I forgot the ketchup. Like, all right, excuse me. Uh, yeah, some ketchup that's very like, true. You have no issue when you're doing yeah. it for someone else. Yeah. But when it's for yourself is when you start feeling awkward about it. Yeah, that's true. I've definitely felt that. But yeah, getting anxiety over like overwhelmed is a big one too I've had. Like I get that with work with yeah. like trucks being overloaded. I've told people it was like, I usually just start my day annoyed. Like, I'm just ready for it because I know if a truck looks like a mess, like, I'm going to be, I don't want to go in with, not to be negative, like, go in with high spirits, but, like, go in expecting it to be a mess. Mm -hmm. So that way, if it's not a mess, it's a bonus. But it's not going to, like, take me down a notch for the day by expecting the best and then having it be fucked up. So when's the last time, do you, like, can you recall the last, like, actual, like, anxiety attack you've had? Oh, I've, or, a better I've, question. Can you now like predict when it's going to happen? Like, can you feel it coming on? Yes, I believe. I think so. I haven't had a full on episode in a long time, but like getting in situations where I feel my anxiety building up, but where I can, I know it's coming to where I can combat mm-hmm. it. A lot of times just like distancing myself from the situation, like just breathing just trying to mentally check out of it. Yeah. It mostly work just with um, routes being fucked up, working out of like a shit truck. Everything's mixed up. I'm trying to like, as I'm trying to sort things out, like physically sort out boxes, mm-hmm. they're like collapsing onto each other and making a bigger mess to where I like, I was like, no, fuck, I, I can't. Like I, if I stay back here any longer, I'm going to lose my mind. But like I said earlier, yeah. like with, being angry about something like my anxiety is a very like anger triggered mm. too. Well, I've called it like angry anxiety or whatever, like <laughs> in tra- like getting like road rage and stuff. I'm a lot mm. better now about it, okay. but I used to get so triggered by that and like lose my mind in traffic. But that's like a form of anxiety of like not being yeah. able to control the situation. Like thinking back when you're talking about work stuff now, it reminded me like when I was a server and servers have the thing where like yeah, you'll just like get in the weeds. Yeah. You just can't get out. Like you just get behind on tables and more and more and pop it's but then you're literally thinking about like everything you have to do and you can't get out of it. Like for anyone who hasn't like pinpointed yet, if you've ever been a server and had that feeling, that's <laughs> that's yeah. what it feels like. But I so I, I remember that feeling now. I remember how my managers and stuff used to deal with I mean, like everyone gets to that point every now and then, like your servers, you'll, you'll get behind. Like you, you just have shitty nights. And I've talked about it before where 
one of my worst nights ever as a server. My manager literally just like pulled me aside. He's like, it's all right, we're not gonna siege you for a while. We're gonna let you clear out these tables. And like I cleared out my like my last two tables or whatever. He's like, Someone give him a cigarette, go. He's like, Go take yeah. a break. And like he had known I hadn't smoked for a few years. At that point, he's like, Go he's like, go take a break. He's like, just go. Stand outside for ten minutes. I don't care. He's like, but just doing that, like decompressing, like not having to think about something, yeah. removing yourself from the situation for a moment. That taught me almost how to recognize like that feeling of like shit. I'm getting overwhelmed. Like I feel like I'm in the weeds. I can't get out of this like cycle I'm in of like things piling on and piling on, and like there's no end. Like there's always going to be an end to it. Like yeah, <laughs> uh, one way or the other it'll resolve itself or you'll figure out a way to resolve it. So I can recognize that more and more now and earlier and earlier. It's where I've been better at combating the things that pile up and lead to my anxiety attacks. Yeah. So like when I know I'm getting behind on like work for the week and like, Hey, I need to do this or there's something in the house I'm getting at, like, or if things aren't going right, uh, like managing clients and stuff like that. It's yeah. So it's uh i'm getting better and better at managing it it's it's been quite a while since i've had to have a full blown attack but then i think with me too like because a lot of my anxiety is like also linked with depression so instead of having like just the overwhelm like full-on episode anxiety attack i'd get more in the uh once i'm getting like overwhelmed with stuff like at home especially Mm -hmm. like dishes are building up laundry needs to be done like i need to clean i need to yeah. vacuum i need to do all that like i start just shutting down yep instead of like having like the freak out moment like the attack it is manifested in just not doing anything just like doing the thing just lay down and then do nothing which is not healthy it's definitely not that's where like talking to professionals come in like yeah. i had a, a bad moment of uh, I was gonna say a few weeks. It's probably a little bit longer ago, a few months ago, maybe. Uh, where I told my I told my wife like, "Hey, I'm not in a good mindset right now." I think I, I think we talked about it probably the week after. Like, it was a rough, <laughs> a rough week. Yeah, in a couple of days. But she's like, "You should go talk to someone." <laughs> like, you know, but I'm I'm still very like bullheaded. Like, won't go talk to someone about yeah. it, which is not good. Like, you should. But those are the those are the instances where people, yeah, you should find someone to talk to, a professional to talk to. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's yeah. another big thing I've heard a lot about, um, especially with friends in that field. Mm-hmm. Don't put that on your spouse, like your significant other, your wife, your yeah. husband, your girlfriend, boyfriend, your parents, family members, because they're not trained to deal with it. They can yeah. listen but they don't have the tools to like help well, you through it. And I don't, I don't ever talk to her. Well, that's probably a bad thing. I don't ever talk to her about it, but it was, it was more like I warned her like, Hey, I can feel like an anxiety attack coming on. So if I shut down, if I freak out, like just a warning type of thing. And she was very good about like, Hey, what can I do to make our environment less stressful? was the thing too. So at that point we were both really busy. So like you said, it was like dishes were piling up. Like laundry was piling, like, there was just like the house was dirty. Like, and like we talked about earlier, I'm a very tidy, clean person when I'm in the right mindset. Yeah. So I can tell like when I when shit starts piling up and then I let the house start piling up, it just adds to it. And then I get in my head even more. Like you're and, then it, down. 
then it stresses me out even more. <laughs> it's stressing me out that you're shaking the can. Sorry. I hear the <laughs> as you're talking because you're talking with your hands yeah. and you keep shaking the can around. But yeah, so she was very good about like, you know, I'll I'll cook this week, I'll clean the house, like we'll get everything set. And that uh, that was a big, you know, uh load off my mind. But yeah, definitely there's and there's there's so many resources now to actually and like like online resources and digital stuff that you don't even have to go talk and like you don't have to go sit on the couch and talk with someone anymore. Yeah, you can literally like, do it like in a Zoom meeting or like over the phone. Yeah. Haven't tried it yet, but I know people Me have. Me either. <laughs> they like it. Yeah, both of us probably should have. Oh, we definitely should. <laughs> God, that should be a segment on the happy hours. Like, what'd you talk about this week with your yeah. psychiatrist? Both probably should have some sort of therapist that helps us. Have the things. mental health oh. minute. <laughs> <laughs> we we did have a, a whole happy hour that was like, uh, what we would we talk about? Not a whole happy hour, but part of it was not being a dick. And I feel like a lot of that was... You know, processing things yourself and talking about it real like uh I can't think of the word shit. Um, I get I, I drink too much before we start these damn things. And anyway. That's something you should talk to a psychiatrist about. It's like why are you drinking so much? I only drink when we record this. It's the Me only too. Time. That's why I have a buildup of random local beers in my fridge. It's like someone's like, Oh, can I have one of these? Like, have all of them. I don't drink them. Like I don't yeah repeat any on the show so it's like i just have random beers so i love having friends over like what do you want i got 12 different beers in my yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's only two of each one but <laughs> go for it i don't I mean, know with I, that <laughs> i just say i've edited the episodes where we drank too much and it's awful <laughs> i hate speaking about anxiety don't, like don't, going through editing don't drink to cope with your anxiety for so yeah, for sure but like doing the editing gives me anxiety too is like once i get started i'm good but i think we talked about that too like going to the gym stuff like how i get in my head with like time yeah like not having enough time to do something is like i want to go like to the gym but it's like i start doing in my head it's like well it's gonna be a 15 minute drive there 15 minute drive back which and i have to do something in two hours which means I have to shower and get changed, which is probably another at least 15 minutes. Just get in your head about the so whole So how much time do I have to be at the gym to work out? And then by the time I like figure out like whether or not I have enough time to go, a half hour has passed. I was like, well, now I lost that time. <laughs> That's another big one. And it's not about time management per se. It's just getting out of my own head yeah. with those situations. I think part of it too is like at least we're – we do this. We sit here and we talk. Even if it's not about what's actually going on, we talk to someone regularly yeah. <laughs> about random shit. Yeah, I mean, there's is... so much we there's so much we talk about here that doesn't get posted as well and doesn't doesn't go online. Yeah, that actually that actually helps us. Because you got to think too, like probably like between 2016 and 2019, we barely ever talked. Like we would text back once in a while. We never talked on the phone. Like Zoom I don't think calls we've, weren't a thing. We've rarely ever had a phone call. <laughs> it was it never. You've a called phone me a call. couple times randomly, and I'm always really worried when you do. But it's always with a purpose of like get an answer. I don't feel like texting a paragraph. <laughs> like I just need an answer to this, and then yeah, we or it's I'm here or where are we going? When are we going here? Yeah, there's it's always purpose. We've never really had like a casual conversation on the phone, <laughs> apart from like calling for a purpose and then getting sidetracked. Don't call you up to chat. 
But then that's anyway. why we have the podcast now. Yeah, because right. I say one thing with like coping and helping with anxiety and stuff is like meditation. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a form of meditation where pretty much disconnected from the rest of the world, just doing this. Same thing with like the editing process of mm-hmm. like going through re-listening. I'm only doing this one task. I'm not thinking about other mm-hmm. tasks. It's, it's it's funny. I, I actually really enjoy re-listening to our episodes as I post them. I don't know why. I, it's the same thing where you just unplug for half a second and like have to do nothing. <laughs> like a lot. And a lot of times I'll listen like while I'm working, checking email or something, but like it's a good weekly just like unplug for a second. Yeah. Cause you're paying attention to what you're hearing mm-hmm. rather than just having it background noise. In the same way with editing, I've had it where tell someone's like, yeah, I can't talk on the phone right now. I'm editing. Like I need, I can't have yeah. some, I can't be, I can't hold oh, a conversation yeah. while I'm editing. Yeah. Like I, it needs my direct focus to listen to it, to cut out little sounds, to cut out pieces, to add stuff in. Yeah. But in conclusion, if you're having issues with anxiety, <laughs> go get help and talk to someone. Yeah. Hopefully heard a lot of podcasts advertised was betterhelp.com, yeah. which like matches you with someone. And then they, you set up a time for them like to call you about it and then you talk on the phone for like an hour or whatever and it's like if you don't like the person you're doing you can rematch to a different person they got a lot of tools and they sponsor podcasts so (laughs) not a sponsor yet but they want to offer us a promo code to like help us get help we will include a mental health minute in every happy hour if that's what it takes that'd be dabbling (laughs) What you find out about yourself today is like just open up the happy hour before local news or between (laughs) local news and regular news. What did you learn about yourself today? (laughs) All right. We did a lot of talking about anxiety. I think we, if nothing else, offered a point of view that someone else might. Because like that, like exactly how I learned about anxiety, I, say, I just heard it, someone yeah. talk about it and then realized that's me. If so having having feelings, don't be afraid to talk about it. On that note, <laughs> this has been wasted information. I'm Jimmy. I'm Brandon. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard and want to keep up with the show, make sure to subscribe on Spotify, Google, iTunes, or wherever you go to for podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at wastedinfo or email us at wastedinfopod at gmail.com. Until next time, this has been Wasted Information.